Hello precious one, how are you today? So glad to have you here with me. How is this learning and transformational experience been for you so far? I would greatly advise that you come through with the tasks so you can have the best from this program. The tasks are needed to understand your past and help create a personalized blueprint for the maintenance of the progress made so far and create a template for the future you have envisioned. Today, I will be talking about an extremely important topic which is major internal triggers that well relapses and they are withdrawals, cravings and your thoughts. I'm going to quickly define what withdrawal symptoms are and they are physical or emotional features experienced following abrupt or gradual halt in drug use or alcohol intake. An article explains it this way. Just imagine, imagine your brain working like a spring, particularly with addiction. Drugs and alcohol are brain depressants, like they reduce the activity of the brain. So that sort of pushes down the spring. If you can remember, so you should picture your brain as a spring. So it pushes down the spring. That's the drugs and the alcohol. This symptom suppresses your brain's production of some important chemicals called neurotransmitters, like the noradrenaline. So when you stop taking these substances, it's like taking the weight off the spring. And then your brain rebounds by producing a higher quantity of these neurotransmitters that have not been produced in a very long time. That and that, that sort of causes the withdrawal symptoms. This varies for different substances. For example, alcohol causes more of physical symptoms like headaches, dizziness, racing heart, um, vomiting, diarrhea, stomach upset, sometimes muscle cramps, twitches, tremor, shaking, sweating, tingling sensations. All of these are physical signs that are suggestive of withdrawal symptoms. While substances like cocaine, marijuana, and pills, they cause more of emotional symptoms like anxiety, panic attacks, restlessness, irritability, desire to stay isolated, poor appetite, lack of enjoyment, you know, difficulty or inability to fall asleep or stay asleep, poor concentration or poor memory. I'm sure a lot of these things that I have listed might sound very familiar to you because usually, particularly the mild ones would have been experienced at one time or the other. Majority of people would have had mild symptoms or no symptoms at all and wouldn't need hospital admissions or vigorous need for detoxification. However, a number might have severe symptoms like seizures, heart attacks, strokes, hallucinations, and delirium. 
This set of people would need hospital admissions for detoxification and monitoring. If you have had severe withdrawal symptoms in the past, we would have been able to identify you at the initial phase of your questionnaire so you can get so you can get the proper care or the proper help that you need in a detoxification center which we could help you make arrangement for for mild to moderate symptoms i believe this platform would do justice to your needs here are some facts about withdrawal symptoms for mild and moderate timing it usually wears out with time without any form of treatment for mild and moderate symptoms in themselves they are inadequate to be fatal there are however basic things you will need to do for example feeding well staying hydrated um, taking as much as four to five liters of water per day resting and all of this if possible exercise they are wonderful they help they would help your recovery the acute phase usually lasts within a few days to about four weeks for some people just two three four days and it wears out as if there was nothing by that initial phase you feel you might feel like oh if i don't take it the world is going to end something is going to happen to me but it is not true usually the brain the body recovers the body starts to adjust to the new state of things. We start adjusting to producing its own catecholamines and neurotransmitters. If only you could give it more time to get itself together. Now, let's talk about cravings. It's the strong desire to want to take an addictive substance and it's usually an heavy component of withdrawal. It stands to reason your brain's chemical and signaling has changed over time and hence it will sort of demand for it despite its damaging effect on you and your health. So it's either you tell your body that, oh boy, this is not healthy for you. I'm not going to give it to you. Or you keep giving in to your cravings for the rest of your life. Cravings are normal. That is the honest truth. Everybody would have it. Everybody that has been on one substance or the other would have cravings. They are normal. They are normal. And they aren't going to go anywhere until your body adjusts to the new dictates of, your, of you taking responsibility for your life. So, all you have to do is give your brain some time. Give it a while to adjust. The solution to whatever craving you have is definitely not to keep giving in and feeding it. But rather to insist on not, on not giving in to those cravings. Remember that I said at a point that what you feed thrives. What you starve dies Cravings have never killed anyone. Never. And they never will. They are absolutely normal and I expected. So, 
when you expect it, you are prepared for it. So you know that, all right, I'm stopping this. Cravings are normal. They will come and you get ready. You prepare for it. For and, and I do that by taking how the triggers like drug partners, dealers, trigger sites beforehand. Because if you don't take them out, the moment those cravings come and those people are still around you, it's inevitable. You're going to be back there. A lot has been said today about withdrawal symptoms and cravings. And in summary, I would just like to remind you of this principle. This very important principle. And it's the principle of what you feed tribes. What you starve dies. Anticipate these cravings and withdrawal symptoms. And have a preformed strategy to tackle it, which is feeding your spirit fat, taking out the triggers, and giving yourself time to recover. And you will be absolutely fine. It will shock you. You will be so fine. You will be so fine. Cravings and feelings, they will come and they will go. They come like waves. When they tighten down, when you don't give in, they go. Another one is thoughts. I know that there will be thoughts coming to you about some memories you've had, you know, uh, some things, some things that have been created in your mind from your exposure and all of that. But I want you to know that you have total control over your thoughts. You can choose what to think about. You can decide that, okay, you, I'm thinking about you at this time. You can pick your thoughts. You can choose what stays out of it. It's a practice that you're going to have to imbibe. Initially, it could be difficult, but you would gain mastery of it the more you do it. So many things will flood your mind. But you choose which one stays in there. The truth is, there's no void in nature. There's, there would always be something in your thoughts. So you'd have to, you would have to decide what stays in there per time. So that there would not be void. Once there's a void, something else will fill the space. And that's why the meditation task, with, which I mentioned in some episodes back would help you a whole lot when we're talking about creating creating a system that works a routine that works for feeding your spirit i mentioned a 15 minutes every day on meditation it will change your life you choose what to think on per time before you know it it infuses every part of your life every part of your mind you start thinking on proper things. You start thinking on the future. You start thinking about what is to come. You start thinking about your great destiny. You start picturing yourself in, in great perspective. You start picturing that future that you've envisioned. All of this is in the power of meditation. And all of this happens in your mind. So you choose your thoughts. 
I would end end here for today. And I honestly can't wait to be with you again on the next podcast. Uh, For today's task, the first will be your feedback. Please let me have your feedback. And then the second will be identifying your withdrawal symptoms. From all that has been listed or not listed, just write them out and let me have a look. Mention the third will be to mention your light bulb moment into this podcast. I would encourage you to write all of these in your journal and share with me. I believe today's podcast has been tremendously helpful to you. Kindly get involved in the task. Can't wait to hear from you again. The next podcast is definitely going to be awesome. Do look forward to it. And can you know that it's particularly at your point of struggling, at the point where you're battling with your cravings and withdrawal symptoms, that you need the proper kind of help. Please, that is not the time to avoid me. That's not the time to avoid your loved ones. That is the time to run to them. That is the time to call me. Bombard me with messages. Ask me questions. I would be privileged to help you in every possible way. It's your guide, Dr. Tosindarupali. Bye for now. It's Dr. Tosin Darupali on Addiction Guide. And I believe strongly that quite a lot is starting to change and your transformation is becoming more palpable. Your feedbacks mean a lot to me and helps me to serve you better. A lot has been said and learned over the past weeks and usually after the acute phase of withdrawal, or staying away from these unhealthy substances and habits, you'd realize that the withdrawal symptoms and cravings aren't as devastating as you might have initially thought it would be. You'd see that you're gradually starting to cope and relate better with God, relate better with yourself, with your family, with work, and other important things in life. That's not to say that cravings would not come. They sure will. But just as it came, it will go. As long as you don't feed it or stay in relationships and locations that fuel them. So today, uh, we'll be talking to you about creating a maintainer's routine that works. This is important because we need to start moving forward. So today, we'll be talking about creating a maintainer's a maintenance routine that works so I'll be sharing some principles which I would help you individualize at the level of the task for maximum benefit so kindly work with me on this I plead with you so to create a maintenance routine that works the first principle is the principle of a day at a time a day at a time a day at a time the secrets of great people with great achievements aren't in their eventual outcome, but wrapped up in their daily routines. 
so your successes is a daily one as well you need to learn to live each day and maximizing it one day after the next we would create a good blend of your interests as written in previous tasks like how your brain works the list of the areas of life that have been adversely affected prior to this time due to drugs um, for example probably your family your relationship with your relatives your academics your business and all of that and then the task on the brain and on how the brain um, works and 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 the task on envisioned life and feeding your spirit the task on moving on to freedom you could just go through all of that again so you can have a better idea of what we'll be doing today because it's important that you have a full grasp to create a template for your future this takes us to the second principle which is the principle of substitution so the first one i said was taking a day at a time and the second one i'll be talking about is the principle of substitution um, let me just say this again about taking a day at a time don't pressure yourself live each day okay just maximize each day trust god each day just stay put doing what you've been doing every day and building on it building on what you've been doing every day to have achieved the progress you've had so far so just stay there just stay there stay there and build around it and keep expanding and keep increasing where you are so one step at a time so now onto the principle of substitution if many years and months have been invested in some unhealthy practices uh, funds, time, relationships have been put into drugs and all those things. You'd have to put all of that now. You have to redirect it to productive sources. So merging principles one and two, for example, if you've had, if you if you've envisioned to be a financial consultant or administrator, a family man, an exemplary father to your children with good relationship with God but you enjoy sports you play chess or music as a hobby however as at now you've had deteriorating academic performances you're having to change schools you're currently with your, with your parents and your siblings you're struggling to keep your business afloat due to funds put into drugs you have at this point you have to strategize on how to achieve what i have listed in the earlier path that is the path talking about your envisioned life to change the narrative of the later part that is what is happening right now so that so your hobbies and and things to do to achieve your envisioned life will be incorporated into your daily routine thereby fixing the issues in your academics your business your family relationships and all of this would result in a grand arrival at your destination now on to the third component of your routine is creating new values and prioritizing them 
values are important if you've had some values before now that are not right now you're gonna have to develop new values this is important because it makes is what makes who you are in secret and in public for me my values are founded in God's Word I follow it as much as I can irrespective of how I feel because that's the standard for me usually my feelings might resist initially but they usually catch up and if they don't I can as well just leave them at the back seats and put my values on the driver's seat these builds values build your character and the core of who you are people should be able to say this is who you are and these are what you stand for values determine what you do where you go who you go with in life's journey so this has to be set straight it would influence your day-to-day dealing with which eventually culminates in your success for me my values include diligence excellence love impact oh god i want to impact lives i want to leave this world knowing that i've helped people achieve the fullness of their potential and fulfill their destiny another important value for me is honesty i cannot negotiate honesty and then faith all this influences everything i do and the kind of friends i keep and creates the foundation of my everyday life so for example if i get a call today and i made an offer i quickly scan it through my value systems and ask if it fits if it doesn't fit i don't take it at all because opportunities will come people will come and you and if you have different values they would most likely derail you best recommendation however is to draw your values from the scriptures you can never never go wrong with that because really that should be your standard now the fourth the fourth principle is the principle of creating new influences and accountability partners remember we talked about triggers and getting rid of certain group of friends unapologetically now let me stress that again i really mean unapologetically you're not going to be sorry for letting those people go you don't you don't you don't look or feel sorry about it because you need to be safe first to be able to save others so you will be needing new sets of influences or bringing back some some influences that you had let go because they couldn't fit into the life that involved the use of drugs and stuff like that so for the three major ways i have highlighted on the creating new influences are first to identify a network of people you can rely on for advice the first category is god <laughs> it should be your number one influence in life and the number one relationship in your life non-negotiable others are your parents your pastor your counselor your mentor identify these people i believe i, I should be somewhere in this category invest in this relationship and leverage on them these people have gone ahead of you they have a level of wisdom and counsel that will prepare you you know proverbs eleven fourteen says that in multi in multitude of counsel there's safety i'm sure many times they have told you some things that corrected you on some things and if you are taking those advice so a lot of things will probably have changed in your life right now so it's time to invest reinvest in those relationships 
The second way to create new influences is identifying and creating the network of people that are where you have envisioned yourself to be. You prayerfully and respectfully approach them to show you the way and follow them even as you follow God. Don't forget God is your number one relationship, your number one influence. So these people might be in your field, they might not be in your field, but wherever they are, identify that they are successful in what they do and approach them to help you, to show you the way. Now the third way to create new influences and accountability system is to identify and create a network of people going in the same direction as you are and have similar or better value system or character. Don't forget that we are letting go of those old friends, those drug buddies, they are gone. Now we are reconstituting your circle of influence. So this group of people, you guys can work together, you can encourage each other and you do more together and in the, in, in, in the next uh, 5, 10, 15 years, you look back and see how far you guys have come, working together. But you must have the same values or, similar, or, or, or even better values than you are. And they must have the same projection, the same desire for the future. So they don't draw you back. Don't forget iron sharpens iron. If iron and wood come together, the wood will be shredded into pieces. The iron will become blunt. Good for nobody. So this group of people, you guys will rub off on each other. It's better to have just one person in each of these categories than have a bunch of people with no purpose, no destination or value they are adding to you. The truth is, no relationship keeps us still. It's either the relationships in our lives are moving us forward or drawing us back. So, in creating a maintenance routine that works, in creating a, a, a routine, a daily structure that works and keeps you in check, they are like guardrails. They keep you safe. You wake up each day, you know, this is what I have to do. Oh, I have to invest in this relationship. I have to invest in my academics. I have to um, invest in my relationship with God. I have to spend time with my family. I have to pick up trainings. I have to, at the same time, enjoy my hobbies. And, you know, all of those things, you just infuse them into your day. Before you know it, the day ends and you've done so much and you just sleep soundly. And following your hope again, you already have stuff to do. For me, um, I would be sharing how my day runs, so you can it can help you to it can help you with today's task and help you have a better picture of what I'm talking about. So for me, first I can't train by relationship with God because that forms the center of who I am. I am a medical doctor and I wish to specialize in youth and adolescent mental health. I am working on creating an e-rehabilitation platform for substance abuse, which this is a part, is a component of. I mean, this podcast and all of what you're going through right now is a component of this e-rehabilitation pr- platform for substance abuse, addictions, and abuse victims. 
I also wish to begin an education advancement initiative for young girls, which God has laid in my heart to do. I desire to be a spectacular wife and effective mother. I enjoy worshiping and singing and playing the guitar. So let me show you how my typical day looks like. I wake up around 5 or 6 a.m. I pray for about an hour. And my prayer point really majors around the future I envisioned. I have envisioned. So I pray about an hour, asking God for strength to pour, to be able to do the assignment to impact the lives of young people so that they can come back to the light of God's glorious destiny for them. I pray for you, honestly. I mention your names in my prayer please i pray for you i pray for my career my future family i then go on to prepare for the day's work and when i'm on duty um, I, I go to prepare for the day's work for the days i'm on duty and when i'm not on duty i will most likely be writing or journaling articles or scripts for podcasts that will bless you or articles for my blogs other times doing i'll probably be doing a training online reading a book preparing for medical exams counseling young people and in the evening i relax by playing the guitar i worship the lord i dance without music like i just enjoy myself yours might be sports as a hobby spend time with spending time with your family or uh, and then i go on to uh, spend time with my family do some facetime or voice calls with my friends my mentors and then we pray together and then we catch up, we strategize for projects and all of that. And at night, I plan for the following day. I study scriptures and meditate on them and go to sleep. Isn't that a beautiful day? It doesn't mean that I still don't hang out with friends. Now, all of that would have to be squeezed into all of this. I'm not saying you cannot do a lot of other stuff. You can, but there has to be core component of your routine core component of your routine that are not negotiable every other every other thing could be optional so the core component should be your spiritual development your academic development your career development your personal development and spending and building relationships healthy purposeful relationships in your life now other things can come around this okay so beginner for today's task okay um, you will be creating a structure that accommodates your envisioned future, your relationship with God, your academic or business, your hobbies, and important relationships in your life and advancement routines. That's routines that propel you forward, that add value to you. Um, let's have what you come up with. You'll be surprised that 24 hours isn't sometimes enough for this tent. You realize that there's so much to do in each day. So let's go through this structure and begin to practice them. I would like to have a look so we can put some fine-tuning, personalize it for you to better suit. Okay, the second task is I'd like you to write out your values, your new values now. Okay, write it write them out write them in your journals i'd like to have a look as well the third task is i'd like you to mention the names of people that that you've been able to identify as new influences and accountability partners in the three different categories that i mentioned don't forget 
I mentioned some three categories okay uh, those are the categories of people that you can depend on for advice and guidance the second category are people that are in your envisioned that have achieved um, the position or the level you you hope to get to in your envisioned future and then the third category are people that are your peers or people that you see yourself thinking of like going in that direction okay and write them out i believe i should be on the list of one of those categories all right so you know that you know that all of these are so difficult to do and then you will see how much this routine this maintenance structure would help you create a template for the rest of your life you marvel at how much progress you will make in such a short time now i need to stress this okay i want you to know that i am not going anywhere i'm going to be here to help you every step of the way i'm going to be here to hold your hands till you are able to stand by yourself and not just be light yourself but be a beam of light even train other people their path in life see you on the next podcast it's me dr tosin bye for now